Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks, and you are in the right place. Welcome to the party. I am a life coach for men, and I love helping men overcome nice guy syndrome so that they can live lives that are satisfying, abundant, connected, fun, healthy, all of the above. And for so many exceptional men, a life of true freedom is simply on the other side of some of the patterns of nice guy syndrome. And that is what this entire podcast is here to help you do. It's to overcome those specific patterns so that you can live the life that actually works for you. Instead of running around with these unconscious patterns looping and looping and looping and creating a shitload of suffering, to be honest. So welcome. Welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. I'm really excited for today's episode. So to start, I just want to define what nice guy syndrome even is. Nice guy syndrome is the worldview that goes like this. If I'm nice and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to have my needs met without having to ask. That is the paradigm that the nice guy lives in. So he exists in a very transactional relationship with the world, with people in his life, with work, etc. He exchanges agreeability for acceptance, for affirmation, for validation. And the tough spot of being in a transactional relationship with the world is that you require the world and other people to behave in a certain way and to treat you in a certain way in order to feel good. And whenever we are outsourcing our power to anything that lives outside of us, suffering ensues. That is because we cannot control the outside world. And so when we give our power to people and things outside of us, we are no longer in control. And that's a tough spot to be in. Hence why we are here, celebrating what it's like to overcome some of these patterns together. So welcome. Today's episode is called How to Wake Up Excited for Your Day, because a conversation that I've been having with many of my coaching clients recently goes like this. I will ask, what is it that you really want this year? And they respond, I just want to wake up excited for my day. I've heard that from so many men recently. So I want to break down almost in the form of a little audio workshop, some ways that you can move from however you feel about your day right now to actually genuinely excited. So let's dive in. I want to start by posing the question, what does it even mean to wake up excited for your day? The way that I think about it and the way that I've worked this out with several clients is waking up excited for your day involves feeling connected to what you're doing that day. You're waking up clear headed enough to recognize that you're excited. You think positively about what you have planned for that day and you're thinking positively about your ability to carry out what you have planned. So when I think about 
what's required to be excited for your day, it falls into three categories for me. This connectedness, which I see as the contents of your day align with your values, enjoyment, and purpose. So there's a sense of connectedness. There's a sense of what's on my calendar today really matters. It really matters to me. It really matters to the contribution I'm making. It matters to the people in my life. My activities today matter. The next is this clear headedness, which is an overall sense of wellness. You got good sleep. You're feeling rested and healthy. You're not waking up with a major hangover. Being clear headed enough to even connect to excitement for your day is paramount. And then this sense of positivity, this sense of overall optimism about the life you're living and about your ability to make the things happen that you want to have happen. So it's not just feeling positive about what you have planned. It's also thinking positively about yourself and your capabilities. So the question that that poses is, how do we actually view our day with this sense of connection, clear-headedness, and positivity? And we are going to approach this from two angles, cleaning up what's already here and setting the stage for excitement. I want you to just take a minute and think about the last time that you woke up excited for your day. Did you need to force it? Did you wake up and close your eyes and white knuckle it and think, oh, I have to make excitement happen? No, probably not. You probably had a day planned or it was a day filled with no plans and the excitement was a natural byproduct. That's what I mean when I say we're going to set the stage for excitement. We're going to create the conditions for you to wake up excited for your day without you having to think about it. That's the default mode. And this starts with cleaning up what's already here. Here is the first big question. If it helps you to take out a pen and a paper, if you are not driving or cycling or on a walk, go for it. I personally like to list these things out with a pen and a paper, and that really is helpful for me. But you can also run through these in your mind or hit pause, come back to this later. The first big question is what's preventing you from feeling excited about your day right now? And this is any day you choose. It could be a work day. It could be a weekend. However, your lifestyle is set up. Choose the day where you're the least excited and list out what is preventing you from feeling the way you actually want to feel on that day. List out every single thing that you can think of from external things. There's a meeting that bores me. There's a presentation I have to give that I don't really care about. And then there could be internal things. One thing that keeps me from feeling excited is that I wake up and my brain starts to bully me or... There's a relationship in my life that is bringing me down. List out everything, internal and external. And I want to make a note here around how nice guy syndrome can play into this list. Nice guys fear abandonment if they put their needs first. So they live with the belief that having needs at all makes them selfish and being selfish means people will abandon them and they won't be loved. This belief is not true at all. 
But if you're carrying it, of course it makes sense that you are never putting your needs first. This is not taking the high ground. Putting your needs last is like putting your oxygen mask on last. It is not better for everybody else. Every single human has a need for connection, love, and belonging. Standing up for your needs is your job and your job alone. Getting your needs for connection, love, and belonging met is your job and your job alone. It's no one else's job to meet your needs. You're a grown adult. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because this exercise that we are doing, if nice guy syndrome is a part of your life right now, is probably going to trigger you. I want to offer a way to approach the list that you've made. So the list of things that's on your plate that's preventing you from feeling excited about your day. But first, we both need to agree that it is your responsibility to meet your own needs. Even if that means asking someone in your life to help you, asking someone for help, asking for support. There is a podcast episode on that. I'll put the number in the show notes. I can't think of it right now. But asking for help and asking for what you want, all good. But secretly trying to manipulate someone else to meet your needs, that's nice guy syndrome. And that is not helpful. I'm naming all of this because if you are not used to putting your needs first, this exercise may trigger you a bit. And that's why we're doing it. This exercise requires standing up for yourself. And my hunch is that if you're here, then you're here to grow. I want you to look at every single item on this list and make one of three decisions about it. These are called the three B's. The three B's are bag it, barter it, or better it. So for every single thing on this list, it doesn't matter if choosing one of the three B's is going to make your life uncomfortable. Around these parts, we get uncomfortable in service of our best life. Bag it, barter it, or better it. Here's what they mean. Bagging it means fully dropping it, letting it go, clearing it from your calendar. If the line item is overly caretaking or people-pleasing in some way, bagging it may be the most supportive for all parties in the long run, even if it's uncomfortable. Even if in the short term, there is some significant discomfort with dropping this. So that's what bagging it means. Bartering it means offering a trade. Could you trade another person money or services in exchange for doing this thing that you don't want to do? Or that simply isn't the best use of your time? What type of trade, whether it's money or something else, could you offer someone to take this off your plate? And then bettering it simply means, how could you make this thing better? It could be as simple as putting on your favorite album to listen to while you do it, or asking a friend to join you. Get creative here. There are a million ways to better the things on our calendars. What's the best way for you to better some of these items? So bag it, barter it, or better it. Write down next to each one of these items on this list, which of these three approaches you're going to take. And then go take them. In order to feel excited for your day, there's a big process of clearing out that needs to happen. It is a spring cleaning. And that's because in order to make space to allow excitement to come through, we've 
got to make space first. And that's the first process of taking care of what's immediately standing between you and your excitement for your day right now. So that's step one, bag it, barter it, or better it. And if you have any questions about this, the best way to get in touch with me really quickly is to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kath Brooks, K-A-T-H-B-R-O-O-K-S. I love hearing from you guys. I have received DMs asking all different types of questions about nice guy syndrome, and I'm so happy to communicate there. So if you have questions about the three Bs or how it could work for one of the items on your list, hit me up there and you can find the link to my Instagram in the show notes. Okay, so we have the clearing phase. The next phase is the setting the stage for excitement. And this requires a big old mindset reframe. If you are not feeling excited about your day right now, then your brain may be primed for an emotional experience that's running counter to excitement. So you may be waking up and habitually experiencing dread or dullness or numbness or fear or stress. And that may not all be 100% accurate for how your day is going to go, but it's simply the habit that your brain has been in. And if that's the case, we need to make a habit change around your mindset. And an extremely effective way to do this is gratitude. There's so much incredible evidence to show how powerful it is to connect to true gratitude. So if you're waking up and you are not experiencing excitement for your day and you want to, bringing in first thing in the morning, saying out loud or writing down five things you are grateful for is a very powerful mindset shift. And I mean, first thing in the morning. And one part of the research around gratitude is getting specific. So every day, we're not just going to say, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my health. No, we're going to get really specific. I am grateful for my coworker, Bobby, because he helped me with slide four of the presentation and it made the whole thing better. I'm grateful for the barista at my local coffee shop because he always smiles at me and it brightens my whole day. That's how specific we're going to get with these gratitudes. Five, first thing in the morning. If you're having a thought that's coming up that sounds something like, damn, this is a lot of work. I want to offer you, why not spend some time creating a more positive experience of your life? What impact might it have on the people around you if you woke up excited for your day? What impact would that have on your life? So if you're thinking, damn, this audio workshop is putting me through the ringer with these exercises, I just want you to pause and say, if I care about the experience of my life being the way I want it to be, why not give these things a try? That's what I tell myself when I'm noticing I'm trying to make some type of big shift and have some type of transformation and the reps in whatever way they look, the reps of the five gratitudes, the reps of auditing my time for what's preventing excitement, 
doing those reps can feel like a lot of work, especially if you're not used to actively making big shifts like this. My take, of course, because I'm a life coach, is what a worthy use of your time. So what is the most effective way to move our mindset into a more positive place? Gratitude. Five gratitudes every morning. Specific. And what that's doing is creating the conditions for excitement to come through. Now, I have a few other questions to prompt your mind for what might add to you feeling excited about your day. Number one, if everything was exactly as it's meant to be, how would that truth shift your experience of what's currently on your plate? This is a question that explores acceptance. Question number two to consider. What is one thing that you get excited for that's not currently on your calendar that you could add in even 1% more to your days? Allow this thing to be something that's in your power to make time for. Okay, this is where we're going to start. We have the clearing out process. We have the mindset shifts through gratitude. And then we have the considerations of What do I want to bring into my days that I know will make me feel more excited, even 1% more excited than I do now? And that's where we're going to start. And if you follow this process, you will feel different. And I want you to follow up with me and update me and tell me how it's feeling. Send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Overcoming nice guy syndrome is a huge unlock to a happier life. It's a huge unlock to a smoother life. It's a huge unlock to a life that has more trust, joy, and permanent satisfaction. And also overcoming nice guy syndrome requires courage. And so that's why we are here together to talk about some ways that we can move through these patterns and come out the other side feeling better. I am rooting for you so hard. Thank you for being here. It is such a treat to get to share this time with you and to share these ideas with you. If you would like to take this work deeper, I have a few spots open in my one-to-one coaching program. It is a powerful six-month deep dive into overcoming nice guy syndrome and creating real, true freedom and fulfillment in your life. I absolutely love it. It's a whole adventure roller coaster ride that happens to be great fun. And if you would like to explore one-to-one coaching with me, schedule a discovery call. The link is in the show notes to book. So click that Calendly link, find a time that works for you, and I would love to chat. Again, send me a DM if anything's coming up. Would love to hear from you. And I will catch you next week. Have a wonderful day and let's wake up more excited. Ciao.